0: We thank you for sticking with us. Take 10 up next on this regularly scheduled program. We come to you at the end of each show with Dr. Jamie Heisman, nationally known expert in caregiving and addictions, and Carol Zerniel. I'm Ron Aaron. Topic, ignorance is bliss, or is it?
1: Well, you know, in in my family, um, we seem to think ignorance is bliss because no one wants to share any bad news. Uh, no one wants to talk about bad information. Um, and I, that's a generalization if any of my family members are listening. But over, you know, I, I have had to encourage my relatives to share bad news um, and to encourage all of us to talk about difficult problems. But there are a lot of people like me and my family that sometimes, you know, we don't want to know. Um, And we were recently talking about maybe a test that could diagnose Alzheimer's. Would you want to know, Jamie, would you want to know if you had Alzheimer's or would you rather just not know?
2: You know, Carol, that's a great question. And actually, you had a just now had a great great interview around that um you know i'm around a lot of people who don't want to know and i guess if you ask me on a personal basis i would have to answer truthfully i would want to know if i had the chronic disorder called alzheimer's or any neurological disorder as long as i felt comfortable that the remedies out there existed
0: you know there's one that comes to mind especially affecting Uh, individuals who happen to be Jewish, and that's Huntington's disease, for which there is a test.
2: Correct, and Tay-Sachs as well, but we've come a long way in Huntington's in so many ways, not not as far as in Tay-Sachs, but you have to feel comfortable that you have an answer ahead. I think what we've done in the Alzheimer's community, certainly, you know, it goes back to, I guess, 1986 when the Alzheimer's Association started and was looking for a cure, is we haven't progressed as far as we would like to. Um, Your wonderful interview says that we are making great strides. But I think what keeps people away is the fact that this unknown of what do I do. And then the second part is what will people think?
1: So what will people think? Um, That's huge. That's huge, especially if you're talking about cancer, if you're talking about Alzheimer's. I mean, I can remember a friend of my mother's who didn't want anybody to know she had cancer because she didn't want everybody to treat her like she had cancer.
2: Right. Absolutely. And yet cancer obviously is a bit more accepted than any disease of the brain or let's say HIV or AIDS. I mean, they're all chronic disorders. They actually were terminal disorders. um, And Alzheimer's still has that stigma of having a brain disease, which is terminal. So what what if people around us knew? Um, it's not quite like cancer. Um, somehow we've accepted cancer uh, in so many ways. And but, that's, we realize but that's
1: progress. That that's, was not always the case.
2: Precisely. But I think if you ask anybody with lung cancer, if there's shame and stigma around them, I know non-smokers who've never picked up a cigarette before, who as soon as they say lung cancer, everybody says, well, they probably smoked. Yeah, you in, deserve and this. You
1: deserve this.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is so the, I think we have a long way to go in the mental health and the neurological world taking shame and stigma out so that we don't have to continually ask this question, is it better not to know?
1: Well, what about the family members that want to protect the person who has a disease? Let's not tell mom she has Alzheimer's.
2: Well, you know, that's interesting. And and just like things about palliative care and, let's say, end-of-life issues, you know, I think that most of these are the projections of our own fear. Uh, Yes, we want to save our loved one, and we want to save them from all of this sort of not knowing but i think it's actually our thoughts ourselves we don't really have this conversation for instance you know i'm you know i was raised in and no doubt at ADD and and we all know that i was diagnosed at a, a young age with clinical depression and all that has been pretty much accepted over time and i've come used to that so i can talk about it much more in my you know older age here however i don't think people are comfortable and i can definitely say because we're having this discussion that you probably also agree with this they're not comfortable enough to be able to talk about it with themselves much less with somebody else
1: I think that's a really interesting point I mean well, it, it is, is a
0: good point and, and I can remember hearing and, and over the years interviewing a lot of folks who, who may have had disease X Y or Z who, who often made the point I am NOT the disease I am me
2: exactly Exactly. Um, And and that's so important, but it's much more difficult if you have a mental illness or a neurological disorder of the brain um, or something that, quote-unquote, like we call lung cancer, that you felt culpable around. People have different judgments, and it's unfortunate. It requires a ton of education, which the well Charitable Foundation is doing incredibly. Uh, A lot of empowerment of people to stand on their own, and like these early Alzheimer groups, for them to talk about it and accept it and embrace the shadow. Um, So I have a lot of people showing up and advocating, you know, for honest communication.
1: Do you you think that, um, are there occasions when ignorance really is bliss, when it really is better not to tell a person? I mean, can we be too brutally honest?
2: That's a great question. You know, um, especially with Alzheimer's is concerned, because you and I know that people are diagnosed usually several years after the onset. So let's ask ourselves a question. I'm, I'm going to unfortunately give you a question as an answer here. Would it be better for them to know? Would, would you know, certain medications have responded? Would Aricef would have been helpful? Would Amanda? I'm not sure, again, on the pharmaceutical or on the disease basis that we have gotten to the point where sometimes maybe it is best not to know early on. I almost hate to say that, and I'd like to be in an ivory tower, but those first few years, If it can't be helped and our quality of life doesn't get better,
0: then why? He's Dr. Jamie Heisman. You're listening to Take 10 on your local radio station. I'm Ron Aaron. Carol Zerniel, our co-host, is with us as well. What about Carol and Dr. Jamie uh, having a conversation like this uh, before any diagnoses to ask mom or dad if down the road uh, we learn that you have disease X, Y, or Z, would you rather not know?
2: Well, Kel, let me qualify what I just said and throw it back to you, too, because I think it's important for me to clarify this. I really believe that an assessment and evaluation is important because most of the time, it's not Alzheimer's. Most of the time, I want to point out to the audience, it may be clinical depression. It may be anxiety. It may be something that's blocking. Yeah, it could memory. be
1: a, a low vitamin, a B vitamin deficiency, a urinary tract infection, a medication m- mix-up. Right. Yeah, so there are a lot of things that do cause um, yeah, memory, like and systems. and then there are a lot of people. I and mean, we have some normal memory changes as we age. It's not Alzheimer's. It's our, you know, it's just our, our brains are working a little bit differently.
2: And, and depression is extraordinarily treatable today. We've come so far in the treatment of depression that I wouldn't want. So I'm almost taking back what I said. I wouldn't want somebody to have to suffer for three to four years without getting that assessment or evaluation. That's how far I think we've come in the treatment of most. Uh, psychiatric disorders or things that
0: block memory so what are you saying
2: well it's a real conundrum ron i think that what i'm saying clearly is that society has a long way to go and i think that if we have a history of depression in our family and again they've not linked the genetics of onset of alzheimer's uh, except early onset to to our genes so i guess i'm kind of Backing up and crayfishing on this audience, I'm saying, yeah, I think we do need an assessment and evaluation because chances are it's not Alzheimer's, and that we do need to treat things early on.
1: Well, and I and I think if you are dealing with Alzheimer's, there comes a point when it doesn't matter. When reminding mom or dad or grandmother or grandfather or your brother or sister, you know you have all this is your Alzheimer's. The reason you don't remember is you have Alzheimer's. You're having memory problems because what you really want to be doing is living in the moment and addressing why is the person acting the way they are. You, know, are. you want to address their emotional needs because a lot of times there's a need to feel safe, uh, to not feel alone, um, and, and really trying to figure out what's going what's gonna to improve their quality of life and work on that rather than constantly telling them, well, you got Alzheimer's and, and, and trying to jog them back into functioning right.
2: I agree with you, and I think this conversation that we're having on um, our show today, I think, is a metaphor for society because we have three people who are pretty well versed in senior issues talking about this question and still having these doubts. So I kind of think it has to do with our own selves. It has to be with Jamie feeling comfortable with Jamie. So I think I could deal and embrace the shadow, and, and I guess I would want... Mm-hmm. to know more. And that ignorance, I don't think, is, is always going to be bliss. But I have to be on two feet to be able to hear it.
1: Right. And I would just say my closing thoughts would be, you know, this might be when you're having those conversations about what kind of health care you want. You know, right. how much do you want to know?
0: Right. Perfect. And we are flat out of time. Dr. Jamie Eisman, Carol Zerniel. I'm Ron Aaron. We will do Take 10 again, like at the end of our next regularly scheduled program.